0: My name is Cecilia Ann, and I am the founder and executive director of Start A New. I'm also a co-owner of Sisters Empowered, which is the parent company of Boom XZ. We don't have a guest tonight for our spotlight, but the rest of us are here. So if we want to just introduce ourselves.
1: Hi, I'm Najee. Um, Hello,
2: my name is Donna Loveless, and I am with... As I was speaking earlier, the 1186 Black-owned company for water, and I'm a rep for that. Not only it's my own business as well, and I'm also with Beyond the Vision and also Vision Hoops, which is actually cultivated about, around our youth, you know, for our youth and, excuse me, youth event center. So I'm on all platforms as well. And hello, everyone.
0: Okay. So Minnesota passed the Crown Act. It, our governor signed some um, laws here recently into order and the Crown Act becomes law. Well, actually it said it became law February the 3rd, but when I got this email in July, I'm going to think that was it, in, it wasn't enacted yet, but Governor Wall signed the Crown Act into law. This means that Minnesota's Civil rights laws now confirms protection against discrimination based on race-based natural hair texture texture and styles such as braids, locks, and twists. This is great for me, even though I'm not trying to go out and get a job, but I always wear braids the majority of the time I am wearing braids. So I would hate to be discriminated against because of my hair. I think it's like 14 states have passed this. So we're coming up, you know, where the last time when, I don't know, some of us are not old enough and some of us might be that the show called Living Single with um, Queen Latifah and that cast and Kyle was getting promoted, but they wanted him to take down his hair because he had a natural hairstyle. I don't, it was kind of like twists, but it was, other things too, but they didn't think that it was corporate America. So he wasn't going to take the promotion and, you know, living Singles has been off the air for a long time. So for this to finally get passed, this is like a great accomplishment. And then in Minnesota, this is, we have the first office of missing and murdered African-American women and girls. Um, It's set to launch in Minnesota. It just got passed. So it's set to launch Following the efforts of a task force focused on addressing missing cases of black women and girls across the nation, because it's been brought out that women of color don't get the same media coverage that other women or that women of non-color get when they turn up missing. Like I think it might have been last year when the girl, um, her boyfriend and her were out camping somewhere and she disappeared and came to discover he killed her while they were out there, but um, it got a lot of attention and a lot of people were looking for this woman. But when other women of color disappear, nobody's really looking for them except probably their family. So according to the NPR news, the office is prepared to investigate cold cases now and reopen any suspicious case that proclaimed any black woman or girls who died by suicide or drug overdose. So instead of... Them being discovered, found dead for those reasons, they're wanting, they're going back in and checking it out to see if that's really what it was. And that they, uh, State Representative Ruth Richardson, who's a Democrat, she carried the bill to create the new office. And one of the reasons that this is important is because we see the data that the our cases are not getting solved It's a lot of, even when I was growing up, girls disappeared. Some girls that I went to school with disappeared and their families to this day, we and I've been out of school a long time, don't have a clue as to where they are. They've never heard from them again and they don't have that closure. And then for this, she also said that it actually puts a target on the back of Black women and girls. So this office is going to serve as a point of contact for anybody who feels hesitant to speak with the police pertaining to active cases so that they can go talk to the task force without being scared. And then they got a lot of other things that they said on here. And um, but Lakeisha Lee, she's going to be the leader of the Minnesota's task force and we can end the epidemic. Um, so, yeah, because of her sister being missing, her sister was missing and found out she was murdered over a decade ago. So that's pretty cool. They said they're going to put $1.24 million in as an annual budget to assist with the cases, but the budget is also supposed to be used toward the provision of grants to community organizations working to prevent issues such as domestic violence and human trafficking. And Richardson noticed also that 40% of the 7% population of Black women are victims of domestic violence, which was found to be a contributing factor to missing person cases. So I got a little bit of sports for you guys also. So don't feel, you know what, feel free to jump in and say whatever you want to say. But Dwayne Wade, he invested in home in a hometown team, I guess. I'm not really into sports, but I got this um, new newsletter that comes to me so I can kind of keep up with some sports and um, he officially announced his investment in the wnba chicago sky on friday the chicago sky so i guess that's a team and so he visited the facility with the presumed intention to invest in his um hometown squad but they kind of xed out the part about they said they don't know what percentage Gabriel union's husband they x that out but he is her husband so why they exited out is beyond me, but maybe he don't want to be known that way. I don't know. He's ten percent, well, a ten percent, ten percent ownership for eight point five million. So that was ten percent was up for grabs. So I guess he paid that. So he is the second former NBA Hooper to sink dough into a W franchise, following Magic Johnson in 2014, who invested in the LA Sparks. Now, this one was interesting also to me. The FIFA Women's World Cup is an international association football competition contested by the senior contested, contested, not contested, but contested by the senior women's national teams of the members of Federation International Day Football Association. I needed to know what FIFA stood for, so I got that one. (laughs) they have their competition every four years and one year after the men's FIFA World Cup since 1991 but it came up because Ted Lasso's girl boss is supporting the WWC also Johnny Walker which is the Scotch people and the Emmy winner Hannah Waddingham Uh, world for Ted Lasso fans I don't watch that show either, but have teamed up on a tune-in initiatives around women's sports. Beginning with the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup, WWC, the pair will produce match day memos in which Waddington will give match reminders, stats, and info on the gender disparities in sports. So she's going to tell us about those gender, well, there is only two genders. Well, Well, it's a lot of them now, but women and men, what's the disparities in the sports, so
2: I guess that'll probably be something to look forward to. I I would say it's about time. Me being a town boy at heart, like, some recognition for that is just way overdue. You know, I look forward to seeing how that even unfolds. One thing I did not like is how they are trying to pass where the transgenders in sports. How does that even ever level out?
0: Well, I was going to ask you that next. Is that kind of like where, okay, he, the person used to be a guy Mm -hmm. and has become a woman kind of like Bruce Jenner. Is it fair to the women that they're playing the sports against? Kind of
2: something like that. I mean, I can see if it's co-ed, something like that, but just strictly just women. And then that, no, I don't, I don't think that's fair. Just, just like even going into jail. Why do you get a say-so when you did the crime? He was a whole male, so now you want to go in a female prison. I don't get it.
0: So, does that count if you've been? Well, what if you've gotten your sex changed over totally that you are now like Bruce Jenner is now? I can't think of the name, his her first name, um, Caitlin. That's that's the name, Caitlin Jenner, a couple years ago won the woman of the year award. So, and a lot of people fussed about that as well. Like, how can that be? So, but <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, I don't play sports, so um. But then again, I'm like, you know what, and I don't know if I'm for or against because it's like some females out there that'll break a man down and, you know, so he will be beat, beat down, whatever. So she, some females might be strong as I think strength probably is an individual thing. No, not at all. I agree. I
2: agree.
0: Well, Yeah, because, you know, girls are trying to play football with men now. So like in high school and whatnot, there's girls that are wanting to be on the football team. So it's kind of like you want all the cake or you want a piece of the cake until it doesn't work for you. Then you don't want that cake or I, you know, and I get that part, too. But if your daughter. Well, my daughter, somebody's daughter, my granddaughter wants to go play football with the boys on the high school football team we expect her to get tackled by these guys that are stronger and tougher than she is, but they want to do this. So I'm just, it's like you want it and then you don't want it when, when it's not to your advantage, you don't want it, which is kind of like a woman's lip thing to me, but you know, I'm just saying, (laughs) I mean, you want it, but you don't want it. You burned your bra, but now men can't do we don't get this because men doing but you wanted this equal equality with men and i'm like where do you you have a line where you're drawing the equality at
2: well i think everyone has a choice and knowing because again me growing up i was a tomboy and i was running with the best you know me being the only girl whether it was a basketball court whether it was the football whatever sport it was so if that is in a person like you know uh, with the same concepts as me why well, deprive them of something that they are I already knew what I was getting into I already knew what could happen I already knew all these type of things and that's just like me being a mom and putting my son through football same thing can happen to my son you know so it's just a matter of a choice and you know once you make that choice you got to with that decision and either way it's good or bad so
0: but also, she might be that small person that he might can't grab her because she's a little more agile than him, too. This is
2: true, but does it have to get that far to finally, you know, OK, let's let's keep it up. Does
1: somebody get hurt.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, once the rules are in place, if, whether it's a woman or man, you know the rules, you know how it is. So I don't think anything needs to be altered when you already know this is an aggressive sport and it's, you know, in anything. You could be clearly walking across the street and get hit by a car. You ain't know. You know what I'm saying? So it just like, I feel like once you know what you're about to get into and what all comes with that or don't come with that, that's a you thing.
0: Oh, yeah. You got to do what you got to do. So, um <laughs> Najee was going to tell us about the girl that was missing. Are you here, Najee?
1: Yeah. Her name was Carly Russell or whatever, um, she called the police like two days ago. Maybe it was three days ago now. Saying that she um, saw a toddler on the highway and she pulled out. She pulled over and got out her car. Then she was missing. They put out footage on the highway or whatever. But honestly, I didn't really watch the footage because I couldn't see it was dark. But I saw her car was pulled over. They said that when the police got there, her car was there, her wig was there. Her keys and her purse. All of this is there. Now I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not leaving my wig if I'm just going to run away, personally. Why would I leave my $500 wig to go run off when and try to play like I got kidnapped? That's a different kind of crazy. I just don't think any woman is going to leave her wig for that. But, um... You know, everybody was praying for her and all this and saying, praying for a safe return and everything. So yesterday she was found. She ended up showing up at her parents' house and then she went to the hospital or whatever. Her boyfriend spoke out and said that um, he's grateful that she's home and he hasn't stopped looking for her, even though people thought he was behind her kidnapping, thought he did something to her. But, nope. He said that wasn't the case or whatever and then There's a lot of people on Facebook saying that um, they're ready to hear from her because they don't think she was really kidnapped and all this other stuff. So my thing is two days ago, y'all were all praying for a safe return. And now that she's returned safely, like did y'all not want her to get home safe for real or what was going on? Like, why are you so concerned? And if I was kidnapped, and I just got back. Are you yeah, why good. would the first thing I be? Why would the first thing it. I would do is run to social media and explain something or the news or whatever? Like I get y'all want to hear from her, but like give her some time. You don't know what she's been through. Is that
2: the missing one that just got um, actually picked up by something? Yeah, is that that one?
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I do want to know too, yeah. but like, it's not, I'm not rushing it. You, you can speak out a few months from now. I would probably forget by then, but you know, I just want to know if it was a sex trafficking situation because a lot of, a lot of, because you know, women, that's how um, I watch a lot of Criminal Minds and it's a lot of ruses that people use to get women and women are more empathetic, especially after you have kids, you become more trusting. So now, I know not to pull over if I see a toddler on the highway. I'm sorry, little bro, but. Yeah, bye. But I think because her story, I wouldn't say like she got let. that the, If someone kidnapped her, I'm not going to say that they only let her go because her story got more coverage than they thought it would get. But um, at the same time. Maybe that could be a possibility of what happened because you know she is a black woman and usually black women don't get a lot of coverage, but she had a lot. She was it was a lot on the um on a lot of news stations or whatever. So that is good. Yeah. Maybe she did really just get away on her own or something, but well, I guess time will tell and we'll know if she's lying or not. I will
2: hope so it's gonna mess up people that really is in situations like that and to get help and everything like that because you know, being in this industry and it's there's a lot of that going on and sex trafficking, and everything, there's a lot of that going on. So, hopefully, I mean, karma don't carry who catches, so make sure you're putting out good karma. So, doing a hoax like that, oh Lord, have mercy, like, for real, it's
1: crazy. I'm not gonna lie, um, when we was just at the library a few weeks ago, some lady had walked past me while I was sitting in my mom's car. I think I was out there with Kimora, and she was like, um, are you going a certain way? Do you think you can give me a ride? Like, I would have considered it had I um, not been in someone else's car, but only because like I can fight. So you you if you're going to try to get me, you better hope that you have something else or somebody to come help you because I would have had to do that lady bad. I was, me and Najee
0: were at McDonald's one time and I gave this dude 20 bucks. And then when I was leaving, I said, dang, I hope he don't OD. And then she said, if you felt like that, you shouldn't have gave it to him and you should have bought him food. And I was like, yeah, I should have bought him food, but he already was on my nerves because he was at the window with me. And I'm like, um, that's close to the window. I said, he could rob me in them, but he was so grateful afterwards. He looked like he was going to cry. He was like, thank you. Thank you. I'm sure he was grateful
1: because he's always out there asking people for money.
0: <laughs> well, if I, I mean, yeah, I now I can't give people money up there anymore because she said I felt bad. She said you shouldn't. And then I was like, well, shoot. Now I'm like, I can't give nobody no money no more yeah, I can't do it now. I'm like, I'll buy you a burger or whatever, but I'll take you to the store and get you something to eat. Well, I don't even know how we're going to do that because I'd have to put you in the car. So I don't think that that's going to happen either. So, And I'm, I'm a nice person like that too. Yeah. It's like just, I can't do it anymore. It's like not up there just i yeah like you said i gotta feel moved because i'll give you the 50 i'll give you all the money i have but now i really gotta feel moved about it um so now what do you guys think about white fragility okay here we go first of all well it actually applies to white fragility is white fragility refers to feelings of discomfort a white person experiences when they witness discussions around racial inequality and justice. Well, a lot of that is probably, oh, wow. you are uncomfortable with talking about uh, racial inequality and injustice because it's something that you're not having. And yeah, that probably does make it uncomfortable for people. So what about black fragility? Black fragility is when exposing Black people's racism, they respond by claiming Black people cannot be racist as a way of deflection. That came from the Urban Dictionary. Well, actually, that came out of the Urban Dictionary, and he was like, hey, yo, I can't be a racist, my nigga, because I'm Black. And that's an example Well, last time we did learn that 50, by 2050, which is 27 years away, 50% of the population will be people of color, melanated people. And, and right now it's at 42%. So it's hard to see how this can be coming still this way when we're almost half, when it's almost half of us are, you know, half, it's almost 50-50. So Where are we? Where we're not doing anything about it except, hey, I'm not racist, but I mean, can we be racist? Even though racism, if is it racism against people because of their race? And is I hear a lot of people, black people, are racist against Somali people (laughs) that are, they're not a different, well, are they a different race? Or are they just a different culture?
1: Hmm.
2: I'm not racist and Somalians
1: aren't uh Somalians are black so it's not that you're not racist I would say you're what is that word I'm thinking of uh xenophobic I want to say maybe that's a yeah I was gonna say for you yeah basically
0: hey, can you tell your grandmother that you're doing something oh my god
2: <laughs> <I like.
0: laughs> wow um yeah. Well,
1: I don't know. And, um, to add on, uh, but um, I was gonna say that black people don't hate white people because they're white. They usually, black people don't like white people because of all the history, like, come on now, back however long it was ago, your ancestors probably owned my ancestors, and that still rolled over into segregation into the 50s and stuff, and then you're still reaping the benefits of what your ancestors did to mine all those years ago, so...
0: I was talking to a guy today, and he mentioned some things about fear, too, because I'm like, I... I personally, I have never been a slave, nor have I been, I don't know any slave owners, but I do believe that as long, why, like you said, in 2050, we will be half of the population, but we don't have power because we don't try to get power. We try to do things in a totally different way, like the Native American people, they have some forms of power because they they stood for, they got their casinos or the reparations that they needed. The LBG, the gay community, they have Pride Month and everything else because they come together and they stand for what they believe in.
1: I wouldn't say that they come together and stand for what they believe in. Sorry to cut you off, but the uh, residents, um, the descendants of what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, they went to the Supreme court to get reparations and it got denied. But I'm
0: saying to you, what I'm saying is what he said there. Power is not just one person. Power is not just 10 people. Power. It comes in being united together. Gay people are united together and getting their pride rights, whatever they got a whole month right now because they stood together for it. And I'm not saying that because Martin Luther King and people may not believe in that peaceful way they the because people seem to think that that bus boycott was only like a month that was some years before they got what they wanted, but they stood for it, and they went after what they wanted right now for us in order for us to to level the playing fields and whatnot. And we have to unite together we cannot be divided on this our divisions don't even just come from being black we divided by color of the lightness and the darkness we divided by the males and the females we got a lot of division going on
1: who caused that
0: pardon me it doesn't who it, caused okay, that so. Did that? <laughs> we always talk about the cause. What we we're, there is
1: never going to be a solution. And truly, um, colorism isn't just a black issue, though. Well, for me, growing up in the '60s, like, well, you know, it's an issue for black people, but colorism, you know, it's colorism in the Asian community and um, the Indian community. I guess Indians don't like white Indians or darker Indians or something like that. Well, I've seen this, you see that guess, on TikTok.
0: So. But you always you basically, once once we stop deflecting on things, because I just had a conversation with a girlfriend that I told her, you, if right, wrong, if you do, if I do wrong and you do wrong, where do the right come in at? If I say that we don't got this because they did this to us, okay, where are we going after that? we You already know what they did to you. Now, where will you go from there? It's like it's a... Well, we yeah, uh, you did tell us that. But I think that we want to live.
2: So. <laughs> I want to live. My take of it is that I believe it's an individual thing. I wasn't born when my ancestors went through whatever they went through. I never was a slave or anything like that. And a lot of these cultures, they brainwashed individuals that had nothing or even thought of Now I want to roll with what you're saying, but the lack of knowledge, you didn't research it or anything like that. So you mad for something that you didn't even experience just based on what somebody else say. So that's why it's like, I don't play that racism card, you know, saying like he said earlier, there is a difference between, you know, racism and prejudice. Yes, but you could be prejudiced about so many different categories, not just color, not just culture or anything like that. You know, so but racism it's just, I believe, it's just brainwash of things that you didn't even experience. You just want to jump on board and you feel like I'm you can, be mad you know, about it. make an example of what the 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 uh, wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? And all these Million Man marches and all this type of stuff, but still, there's no change. Like, I just I, for me, it's just an individual thing. This it could the, be. The, I'm not mad though. I just I want my forty acres and
1: my mule. <laughs> <Sure, now I'm laughs> <going to get. laughs>
0: They left from where they was at because they was over there. The word wasn't slave. It was indentured servant. And they came over here because they did not want to be under the rule of King George. So they came over here.
1: Yeah, they still had to fight fight about it. But guess
0: what? Guess who helped them fight?
1: Ain't July 4th, um, uh, what is it? The Declaration of Independence? It is. That is Independence
0: Day for America, but who helped them?
1: for the white who Americans back then?
0: Girl, I see they don't want to answer that question. Exactly, right. <laughs> I'm oh, like when I when I was studying in school, and that was one of the questions that was asked. And they asked the slaves, but some of them did have feelings Everybody's not feelingless because evil do not come in no color. Business don't come in no color either, but. Some of them that had feelings, they asked them, how could you help us win a war when you're not free here yourselves? So why? Who helped them win? Would they have won that war with all the people? That helped
1: them? Yeah, that's crazy. I would have never fought in World War Two. <laughs> I would have never fought for this country.
0: Boycotts, like the Montgomery boycotts and whatnot, Dr. Martin Luther King well, did not. He was not for violence, and even though violence was done to them while they were trying to get those rights, they were taught no violence, no, no violence. So if that takes a lot of, well, guess what? That takes a lot of self-control not to react and not to be violent. There got to be some unity. In things we are just now, If from the 60s, 70s. Right now, when did it become to be a dark skinned black woman in the last 10 years, 10, 10 or 15? Exactly, because I know I'm a dark skinned woman, and it was not cool to be a dark skinned woman. You wanted to, I'm gonna marry, or and the dark men, I'm getting a light skinned woman and have kids with, so my kids will have a semblance of color in there where they won't be too light, they won't be. Because
1: you're young. You're young. I think that a lot of black people are desperate to be included. Like it's it's actually quite sad. And it's even more sadder that black people have what one trillion in buying power, spending power, something like that. And you want to spend it. And you don't want to spend it with your people. And I guess your people kind of do too much with the prices and the customer service sometimes. But you want it to be included and you wanted, you didn't want it to be segregated just so you can go shop with these people, eat with these people, and all this. When you could be putting this into your community. Like, you know, they might try to tear it down again. But I don't know. You got to. We'll get yeah, this one around no. So I guess you're right. Um, we do need to uh, unite on a lot of more things. You know, I've never been a colorist, but as many times growing up have I heard um, African booty scratcher and all of this other stuff, when I was growing up as a kid, it was always an insult to darker people, but I've never been colorist because my mom is dark-skinned, so.
0: But because there, if you, okay, and it's kind of like Najee be saying, things that you are taught you, it takes you a minute to get rid of the things that you are taught. And we're doing that book by Ayanla Van Zandt, um, called In the Meantime. There is things that you learn in the basement of your life, and I'm not what I might take out of the book. You learn in the basement. The basement is where you began, and so you're learning from your parents or whoever's your caregiver. You're learning those things, and then you learn going somewhere else. You learn some other things so that maybe you're not gravitating towards those things that you learned in the basement And I'm not saying that our parents weren't good teachers or anything, but they taught with the best of what they had to teach with. And so when we got older, we gravitated. My kids know they had to go to church. They had to go to church every Sunday. Now they tell me, we're not going to church. Well, guess what? That's your business now because you ain't in my house. But I do know one thing my daughter will send her kids to church with me. That's for my benefit. But my mother, my mother did not go to church. She did not, me, you know. but I went to church because that's what I wanted to do. I went in the basement. I had a godmother, Baptist church, fair woman. She took me to church. And then when I got older, I didn't have to go to church anymore because she wasn't around.
1: But I mean, but I-, I will say, I would like my kids to go to church because I feel like um, the Bible or whatever they're preaching can instill some morals into them. And that's it. And that's all. You don't even have to to continue on when you get older. But, you know, a lot of the lessons from the Bible have instilled some morals into people. So I think it's good for kids to go and listen to some stuff about what what they should and shouldn't do.
0: To her first floor of her life, she learned different things. What from what I taught her, she learned different things that, oh, yeah, maybe mom was not right. And maybe the sky really is blue or something like that, you know, that you move to a different level. But as far as our racism beliefs and those slavery beliefs, we're still in the basement because we, for some odd reason, as a people, cannot go past those 400 and some odd years. And it's like we just got dropped off on the planet and there was no history that we had in our lives before then. We just got dropped here. And From 16, whatever, to now, this is how things were, or 14, whatever. And yeah, but we, exactly, people, there were black people already here. They found the remains. Now, whether she wants to admit it, well,
1: they say that um, slavery has left a trauma um, indent on even the descendants all these years later and the actions following slavery. So, maybe that could be true maybe but i mean i i wouldn't like fight about it but don't walk in my face and call me the n-word and think that you're gonna get off
0: let me tell you what i just saw too now i saw this other thing and um some of our our elders that are probably have passed on Tell us, and there's people that's telling us right now that you don't want to be called the N word, but you don't mind calling your black sister the B word. And all these songs, suck on my D, all that right there. What, what does that exactly supposed to do for the morale? And especially now we got the women out here. They cool with being called a bitch. It's okay to call me a bitch. They so cool with the shit they it call me. It just depends on
1: the context.
0: There is no context to being called a bitch. A female dog, there's no context to Well, if my friend it.
1: is using it, I know she doesn't mean it in a malicious way.
2: Well, why is she using it, though? Why does she get As a, a pass for that? Why does she get a pass for that? If somebody else calls you that that's not your friend, you're ready to yeah. fight. But your friend is your friend.
1: Actually, I probably wouldn't because it all depends on the context. Like, I know which way you mean it. And honestly, I'm not fighting over a little word like that.
0: Well, I'm how can you really grown.
1: Because I know that if if you're calling me an N word with the ER as a white person, I know it's coming from a place of racism, and I just well, I, can't I can't get past that. I can't let that slide, personally. Well, white people don't got to
0: use the ER no more because they got songs. They use the A. You're right. Don't call me that
1: either because we're not friends. You're not my homie. You're not my nigga. So don't call me that.
0: There, what's the part I'm like, you're, you don't want, you might go to school and be the bestest of friends with your white roommate or your Asian roommate and soon let him call you, say, hey, and my he still can't call me
1: that.
0: And that is what they call, right? You're not a, a nigga. And guess what? That is what they call black privilege. Exactly. Black privilege. Let it be black privilege. Uh-uh. Listen. listen. Black privilege is its crucial to understand what it means because black privilege is not about having the same rights or privileges that white people have enjoyed or are enjoying. It's about certain things can only enjoy or be done by blacks without... Yeah, like braids. Right. Okay, so now well how come nigga you, braids you, well, box braids how are you mad at somebody else for exercising their white privilege when you're gonna exercise your black privilege
1: i don't care about nobody exercising their white privilege have it it's
2: contradicting on both ends it's very contradicting because me as a white person
1: if i was not black i would never be that pressed to say nigga like i'm sorry like i'm not gonna argue up and down just to say so the word nigga it's never that serious all homies
0: that's true. and that's who like Eminem, he didn't hang out with, he was poor and he hung out with the poor black You'll never hear him
1: saying that in the song. I don't know if he uses it in his personal life. He's never said it. I don't don't know know what he he says says in his personal life, but I know in his music, he doesn't use it. Well, in his music, because
0: he'll probably get some backlash, but if he's saying it out in the public, because little Wayne might not call you a bitch in his personal life, but he's saying it in his music. And that I don't know neither one of them. Or these new people that are out there doing this. Cause I was listening to music the other day and I said, Oh my God, you're kidding me.
1: No, I just haven't used the word cracker to describe <laughs> a white person. It seems kind of like really old too. <laughs> well,
2: well I, I, think, I think, think you term you- i talk like that. I'd be like, man, that's some white people shit
1: yeah like i was like that but this is kind of funny um when you just brought up the club and the white people looking at you and they said nigga i was watching this video a few months ago and um you know what's that it's an artist his name's i think it's roddy ray uh roddy rich or whatever and he got that popular song the box he was overseas and i think london or something he was performing every word in his song was sung and then they in the comments like wow this nigga just watching a sea of white people call him the n-word sing along. I said this is crazy.
0: He got paid though. So. Oh,
1: that, that's a setup. Wow.
0: Well, he got paid though. Some some things is tolerable, I mean. Well,
1: I said they said yeah, a sea of I white people accessible. saying the N-word. I said, This is crazy. <laughs> wow.
0: Well, why they bought the music, they bought the ticket.
1: he probably didn't get paid a lot of money but Uh, i wouldn't uh, say that they was calling him and they was like singing along with his song but it it was no mute yeah i just said he just keep vibing
0: he got paid and went straight to the bank because they bought his tickets and that he probably wouldn't have made that much money if they wasn't there but like i said it's acceptable well it's acceptable for us to establish groups and clubs that are only for black people and nobody bats an eye but it's a different matter if white people set up a club that's only made for white people then it's a problem
1: why is it a problem though because you want to be included really bad like i would never care personally like that's why I don't like yes, that. That
0: means that right you now you Low that key, have that already. That means right now you don't care about affirmative action because now it's all no holds barred. Everybody, oh yeah, about the um, so.
1: affirmative action in colleges and stuff. Well, you don't care though. You don't care. <laughs> well, yeah, go to HBCU. Call. How about that? Everybody Go to HBCU. Into an HBCU. You know why? Because years. there's white people taking up black people's spots. That's why. No, get them up out got, of there.
0: No, if you got a 2.0 like, grade yeah. average, you're not getting
1: in. If you got a 2.0 GPA, you're not getting in. I'm curious why, too. Like last year on TikTok or something, there was this white girl who was up on the step team. Or in maybe, I think she was in a sorority, uh, sorority actually. Oh. In a sorority, and she got a lot of backlash, and there was people defending it. And I was just like, What? And y'all, y'all let her in the HBCU. That's all right. If y'all want to do that, yeah,
0: what if she grew up
2: around only black people? What's her background? What's her background? I mean, that's why, with like mixed people, when they have a certain percentage of white, they have a white mom and they have a black dad. Can right. they still go to the HBCU? Can, 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 can they still be a part
1: of that?
0: Well, can I, of course you can.
1: You're half black. Can my mom come to the graduation? <laughs> <laughs> around their own kind. But and that's why they, they say they black experiences what, at what, uh, what if
0: they grew up and that's the kind they were around? It's right. like because because black people are living. And you better go to
1: college with the people who you grew up with.
0: Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I I don't have a clue. I went to school and we were segregated. We had just got integrated. So I was the only black girl in the class. So, yeah, I went to the dance. I was the only black one there. Did I feel uncomfortable? No, I did not. Because first of all, one thing is definite. And they tell you this because I saw it with my grandchildren, your son, Najat. That little kids don't give a shit what color you are. They like you for who you are. And we as adults, and I don't care what color we are, if we step away from disliking people and you saying you don't like, you don't dislike nobody because of their color, but you wouldn't rock with them because of their color, that maybe it's time for us to step away from those things. And like I said, get united on something.
1: But I'm fine with hanging around just my people though. Well,
0: I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not. I've been traumatized by your people, so <laughs> I've had no me. Well, okay, that works. Yeah, right. that but oh, I'm,
2: I'm definitely the
0: color of person is. So, are you saying that Asians can't be racist? Right, so basically racism's not just for white. We as black people can be racist. All people can be racist. Now Jay calls so I don't know what's going on.
2: Backlash.
0: <laughs> but that's because we have made words, they've made words that is harmful and they is not happy with the words now. You can't just be a minority, too, They got power because they got together. They united. They're united.
1: I mean, you can get them canceled on the Internet. That's it. You can get them canceled on the Internet. You can find their job, and you can call their job, blow their job down, and you can get them fired. Because I will.
0: I was about to say, if I'm working at a job, Mm -hmm. If I'm working at a job and you call me, well, if, because we don't we don't say nothing. We are pick and choose what we're going to be upset about. We don't. But say that's, a,
1: that's a that's a it's a it's kind of a weird line because on Facebook you'll get blocked for so much stuff like. And I think Mark, I think Mark Zuckerberg is racist because I'm always getting blocked for something on Facebook, and then I see white people being racist on there. I'm like, wow, they're just freely getting away with this. And maybe, but you got blocked probably
0: being they watch your page. you probably on the list because somebody reported you, and it was probably I don't care page. about being on a on list.
1: If there is a white person in these comments calling me a <laughs> nappy headed nigga, get that out of here. Get that out of here now!
0: Like, you know how many people I report on Facebook when I see stuff that I don't like? They probably. Mark really has it out for me because like I report
1: I people know. all the time and I met, they're never blocked. I said, wow, he just I be letting these people you, slide. I report,
0: I report people when they get carried away.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What about okay you guys cause that's funny as hell. What about white supremacy as opposed to black supremacy? Is a black is with a black supremacy is when it maintains that black people are inherently superior to people of other races. White supremacy. That's that. just racism. White, white supremacy is the belief that white people that people with white skin are superior. Now I know that went on of our beginning shows, and I know you wasn't on here, Valentino. There was a comment that We're better in sports, we're better in this, we're better in that. I was like, that's black supremacy right there, where you believe that you are who said that? We're not gonna say no names, but you was on that show. <laughs> <laughs> you was on that show. Well, but so you're Well I will say inherently good. The comment was we are better than they are at this, we are better than we're better at basketball and all this. And I was like, Well what about Larry Bird? And it's a but genetic a thing older, though. So I happen to know some of these things.
1: It's a genetic thing. I don't think it has anything to do with technically race. I just think it's genetics, like um oh exactly. true, technically true that, true
0: that.
1: But the thing is, if you are, if you can jump and you're a certain height and you can, you know, practice and dribble and shoot, I would assume that you're going to be better in basketball. (laughs) And then imagine if you're, if you're buffer, if you're heavier and you're buffer, I would assume you would play basketball, uh, football. He's
0: been inherently well-educated. that's genetic. I think she, I do agree with her. I think that's a genetic thing. There's white football players. There's black football players. I don't
1: know. Come well, on. If you're tall, legs. you have long legs. Like, let me not even say tall. If you have long legs and your endurance is nice, I'm going to assume you play track and I'm going to assume you're good at it. It wouldn't matter, but um, I guess maybe statistically black like, people might be better at sports. Just like they say Asians are more yeah, educated Asian or smarter is, than black people. That, that's
2: because I don't know.
1: A stereotype. That's a perception of someone, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's technically a that's stereotype. A but because
0: yeah, Asians don't like that when you do that. Yeah. And because not
1: all of them are smart. But I think it's because I would say a lot of Asian families uh, push families. their kids to do... Well, Japanese families cuz
0: they're they not Asian. They don't get no breaks and <laughs> they don't want to be called Asians with a There's people that don't want to be called this or that. Mexicans don't want to be called Latino. They want to be called Mexicans because there's these cultural differences that they don't like. But we,
1: is it technically, there's a cultural difference, of course, because I'm American, but I'm a Black American, but at the end of the day, I'm still American, so I guess people can be offended by whatever they Nowadays, want to be Nowadays, anything goes. Whatever. they don't want to be called that. And I'm like, wow, okay. That's true, because I don't think I'm better than anybody because I'm Black. I don't think I'm better because I'm white-skinned. If I'm better than you, it's probably just because I am. It, it's just because I'm me. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you know me being black or like skin you know, how i look it's just because i'm better than you and i'm sorry but yeah these things that y'all have expressed
0: today have not been nothing new your grandmothers lived through it Najee your my grandmother lived through it and they there were some changes then progress seemed like it took a little halt there for a minute but then now with the internet because Bloody Sunday, Walter Cronkite and them guys were sitting on there showing the news. Wasn't nobody feeling bad about what they were doing, beating those people and hosing them and got the dogs on them. But now with the issue of George Floyd, the internet, the whole world saw. Oh yeah, you, know, you can't do what
1: you could do without, without
0: the yeah, camera. They saw what we have endured, not on not just as black people, but as melanated people since the Mayflower probably jumped off. So. Yeah, it, it's so many things that have happened. You've criminalized the Asians because of opium. Op, opium. You've uh, criminalized the black people because of cocaine, said it made them work harder. You've criminalized the Native Americans bringing it back, though, about the weed. And you criminalized everybody but you. And then when you criminalized liquor because you were separated, because Italians, do you call them white or what? That other people, Irish people, they are white. Making money off of the liquor being exactly. prohibited. That well, yeah, we gotta bounce back on it's that one the from our history, culture, I believe. Yeah, but I guess
1: I'll say America is probably the only country, one of the only countries that actually care about race to the point where identifying everybody as you're white, you're black, you're mixed, you're Asian, but uh, uh, island Pacificer or you know whatever. Yeah, but before then. Yeah, because I have I play this game online and this girl that I've been playing with, um, she was like, happy 4th of July. And I was like, oh, thank you. But I don't really celebrate that. I celebrate Juneteenth. She said, because I'm black. And she talked about, oh, what is black? And I said, dang, what country is you in? I said, I'm a darker, I'm a darker, you know, person of melanin. You all are still playing with each
0: other. Playing the game, so she's, I think she's in Spain. Anyways, we um, need to wrap this up. So let's, um, Najay, what's up with your self care for the week?
1: Um, I'm planning on a birthday party, so I don't really have time for self care. <laughs> Give your business a plug. Okay. I am a co-founder of Sisters Empowered. We have a um, expo coming up in August seventeenth, I think. Nineteenth. Nineteenth. Well, I was very close. Um, and you know, we're just trying to help the BIPOC community get resources, you know, and jobs and stuff. Because if you're um, if you're constantly outside of McDonald's begging people to give you money, I really think. That you should make your way to an expo to try to, you know, get something better going on for your life because I know you don't make as much money as you should be making. Doing that personally, no shade with it.
0: <laughs> okay, Donna, what's up with your self care for the week?
2: And glad to have you back. You know, I will be, I will be detoxing. I've been, you know, this this time in my my life, this chapter in my life journey. I've been uh, really creating boundaries so I can have my self-care. There's no way you can do a successful business if you don't take time for self-care. There's no such thing. So you're a business owner. You do everything for everybody else. There's no way you can continue to do what you love if you don't take care of yourself first. And bringing that to attention with my 1186 Water, Black-owned, head-to-toe, as I was speaking for. And you can find us on Facebook and IG water on wheels as well. And um, if you know that health is wealth, why not invest in yourself? So I'll be doing that, you know, just detoxing and just taking time, meditating more and uh, see how that goes. Sweet. And I'm Cecilia
0: Anne, and I really can't do this without you guys. And I am so thankful that you guys are here and thankful to you too, Victoria, for being here, helping us tonight. So for my self-care this week, um, I'm going to chill out one or two days and take care of some paperwork. That's how I self-care. And then I'm going to binge watch something. And I'm, um, <laughs> and I'm also, I'm part owner of Sisters Empowered, which is the home of Boom XZ. And we are having a BIPOC Expo hosted by Sisters Empowered on August the 19th at the Botano Recreation Center and Gym. 2,000 Second Street Northeast in Minneapolis, Minnesota from 1 to 4. For for more information, visit our website at sisters-empowered.com or give us a call at 612-293-7683 and ask about the discount for early registration for the vendors. And we are also looking for sponsors as well in the community. This is a free event for the community. And I am the executive director and founder of Start anew. And we work with women and girls, BIPOC women and girls that are justice impacted and or survivors of incarceration, www.startanewmn.org. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys the next time and everybody have a great week.
2: You do the same. It's been a pleasure with everyone else as well. Good night. Peace.